Hello, uh, Margaret here with a bit of admin before we start this very special episode. We're going to be recording our first live show at Machantleth Comedy Festival on Sunday the 30th of April with the amazing Eleanor Morton, who you've probably seen from Twitter. She does loads of brilliant characters. Um, so details and link are on our Substack page. I keep telling you to go to the Substack page. Please do. Uh, <laughs> and follow us while you're there. Um, it's all free and it means we can share a few extra bits. Thank you very much. Here's the show. Hello and welcome to Crushed by Margaret Caborn smith a podcast about the delights and darknesses of unrequited love. My guest today is the uber-talented comedy writer and reformed stand-up, Danielle Ward. Hello. Hello. Are you going to behave on this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, have you heard the one I did with Izzy City? (laughs) Yes, you've had less to drink today, so I'm I'm thinking... I'm really hungover, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you'll just be incoherent. Just be slightly incoherent. Giddy. Giddy. I'll be giddy. All right. Wow, that's a promise. (laughs) Um, So, Danielle, you don't strike me as somebody who goes in for crushes. Oh. Do you, and would you, did you ever, if you don't now? Do you mean, like, so, like, uh, see, this is not <laughs> being hung over. Um, no, I don't think, I, I pro- I've had one, like, really big crush, like, the big unrequited love of my life when I was 16, and that's Just the- for one year? Uh, no, for five years. Oh, wow, it was okay. a biggie. Yeah. And uh, But starting when you were 16. Starting when I was okay. 16. Well, I when I was 17. It's when I started college. When I was at school, there was literally not a single <laughs> man slash boy <laughs> I fancied in my vicinity. Like, like there was no one. Wow. I don't remember ever fancying anybody <laughs> at school at all. And I you fancy- went to a mixed school? I went to... <laughs> yeah. went to a mix I went to a comprehensive Whoa. and everything uh, they, they like a little urchin with. right so that's why these that's boys what, way too common yeah. well I've only dated public school guys so oh, maybe that's the, that's where the gap was right oh this is awful already <laughs> <laughs> public school guys as well what's that uh, so not even a teacher a no. lab assistant no. <laughs> well, I went to a comp we didn't have lab assistants I went to a comp we had a bloody lab assistant was it, it was Catholic school wasn't it yeah yeah still posh oh wow well let's not get into <laughs> how posh religion is <laughs> there wasn't yeah there was no one out my school at all that I fancied okay even remotely uh, until the age of 16. Until the age of 16, when I, w- I went to a sixth form college, so my school didn't do A-levels. And I met Dan Barrett, who... Public uh, school guy? No, he'd, he'd <laughs> been to it. Well, I didn't go out with him, though. This is the point. <laughs> I, you found I out. I only go out with them if okay, they've been okay. to public school. <laughs> oh, yeah, give me that 3%. <laughs> Any of the Tory cabinet, I am there. <laughs> Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's my standard. Um, so yeah, I found out, found out recently Matt Hancock is exactly one week older than me. Uh, well, I found Isn't out that, that Liz Truss is exactly the same age. No! Yep, to the day. No! I know. That's incredible. I know. The it's... life you could have had. <laughs> you Being could have looked down upon me. as an idiot, as a mad idiot. I mean, I, yeah, 
that is what I've got, isn't oh, it? <laughs> Just I'm by fewer people. Instantly thinking about casting Liz Truss in Sister Psycho. How brilliant would that have been? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? I wonder oh. if she did do shows. She doesn't look like a showy, showy lady. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's not go down a Liz <laughs> Truss <laughs> rabbit hole. Um, um, so Dan Barrett. Dan Barrett. I really fancied him. Um, and we were re- became really good friends. What has happened to me a number of times is I've deformed. I've defo- yeah, you've deformed. <laughs> I've, I've noticed that just during this interview, to be honest. Ah! Um, I have formed uh, intense friendships with men that uh, have then ended up with some banging and then you're not friends anymore. Um, yeah. And at what stage does the crush... Does the crush happen before you, be- like, do you become friends because you've... Yeah, I don't I don't think I can fancy someone if I don't know that. Like, I, mm. I, I, it just doesn't, like, even if, if someone looks incredible, if I don't know them, and if they're not funny, let's be honest. Yeah. If someone's not funny, they're not going to get anywhere. Um, and so I met Dan, and um, also, I really fancy people with the same name as me, which I think... <laughs> I think that That's might make type. me a narcissist. Yeah. Do they look like you as well? They don't look like me, but I've realised that most of the people that I've uh, had any sort of relationship with either called Dan or I've got names begin with a D. <laughs> so okay. narrowing down my type. Yeah. Men. Always a man. <laughs> always a man. Boring. Name begins with D. Public, Public school. school. Educated. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, so, I'm, yeah, I bet your husband's really pleased. He's that really, that's he's what, really. That's all he had to do to win your. He ticked all favor. the boxes, all two boxes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Dan Barrett, yeah, I um, I met him. Um, he was really funny, uh, and we, like formed this quite intense friendship. And I had such a huge crush on him. He went out with one of my friends, and then he went out with another one of my friends, and uh, all this time, and then he went off to university. He went to UCL. And I went to Cardiff and um, like we were in constant touch. He was like one of the only people that I ever emailed, it, like just when emailing was taking off. And um, what ended up happening was uh, we'd had this really intense friendship for about five years. I went to Moscow, came back. He's told me that he finally told me that he was in love with me <laughs> and then this. ghosted me. Literally never heard from the cunt again. <laughs> And that's when I started being a stand-up. <laughs> and my early material was all about him. Oh, wow, Yeah, really? literally, literally I, I, I started doing stand-up as an act of revenge. I mean, that doesn't surprise no. me at all. But um, because, and okay, so you were talking about the ghosting. So he told you he loved you. Yeah. I really like the fact that you said finally, as if you knew that he <laughs> yeah. was in love yeah. with you. Okay, why did it take him that long? Uh, well, he was in a relationship. With someone who yes, with someone didn't who he ended like up marrying actually, and yes. then divorcing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you don't need to do stand up. I don't need that. So I feel like your, you made as that soon as happen. he got divorced, I didn't have to do stand up anymore. <laughs> That's when I stopped. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> I love this narrative. <laughs> um, and when he told you he were you to together like in was it in person it was in person yeah I'd I'd um I'd flown back from Moscow I stayed at his flat that night like nothing happened so that's what it was like literally nothing we've only ever kissed nothing's ever happened between us but you know you you know a kiss is something (laughs) kiss is barely anything (laughs) I think if you can do it on telly it doesn't count (laughs) 
<laughs> we don't have time to unpick the nonsense that that is. <laughs> Do you not think? People have sex on telly, you know that. <laughs> no. Not, not, not oh, really. so sad. I mean, to be honest, oh, yes, they do have real sex. sex. No. Have you seen Love Island? Oh, They're, no, I mean, like, like in an acting way. They are having real sex. What? Yeah, Actors. they are. Gruey in uh, nine <laughs> songs having sex. Oh, that's the only one, though. Anything you can do on telly doesn't count. I mean... I don't know what to do with that. But okay, so you, but you snogged. Did you snog? Did he tell you he loved you and then you snogged? Was yeah. it as romantic yeah. as that? Okay. And then what? And did then... you talk through the night? No, chatting through the night. Uh, I fell asleep in a completely you separate room. You fell immediately. <laughs> I love you, snog. Fall asleep. I am fast asleep. Um, yeah, no, I went to sleep next day. I'm like, oh, wow, I wonder what's going to happen. Left his house to go um, to go home because he was living in London, and I, I think I was back with my parents because it was the between finishing university and then went to Moscow for a bit, and then I lived at home and then moved to London and um, I literally never heard from him again. And did you want something to happen? Yeah, Were you I was like so? Did you say I love smitten. you too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like totally, and you know, this has been a long. This is like five years. This crush has been going yeah. on, and I'd. You know, really, he and he knew how I felt about him. I was going to say, so when did you, did he know all along? Yeah, I think, well, I'm pretty sure, like, when I was 18, that's when I sort of told him before he went off to UCL. And he was like, oh, I'm going to go out with your friend instead. And that was pretty devastating. Um, that, so, is yeah. that how he put it? Oh, I'm going to go out with your friend. No, instead. he didn't tell me. Uh, like, I found out through someone else that he'd started seeing this friend not like a good friend or anything you started seeing debbie garrett uh oh because they rhymed because they rhymed. but you see that's why <laughs> that's that that's sort of problem. like your thing yeah um so he started going out with her i don't know why she's rubbish <laughs> but he but that was you think that was an act of revenge like what happened so you confessed that you liked him yeah so and then and just before university, which is a speciality of mine, by the way. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good move. Yeah. Um, he went off to university. But yeah, like he, he, he didn't tell me he was dating Debbie. And I found out. And she like was still, because uh, I was a year younger than him. So we were still doing our A-levels. So she was still at my college. And um, so he ha- was having like this long distance thing with her. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was... Ri- I mean, yeah, I didn't like her very much. I was going to say what was rubbish about her. I mean, possibly not a route we should go down. <laughs> no, no, but, I'm sure but do you think? do you think that he liked you more than her? Yeah, that's why yeah. I found it really weird. That it was a really weird. weird move. I mean, she was very tall. Maybe mm-hmm. the, some guys Need don't like... light bulbs yeah. changing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I wonder whether that is, I, this is absolutely the sort of thing I was telling myself at around that time, but I wonder if it is, there is a possibility that if you like someone too much, it's just a bit much to sort of go, oh, right, am I committing to this person? Because if I commit to this person, I might have to be with them forever. Yeah, I can, yeah, I think it's probably that. I think yeah. it's too much. Let's say that. Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> but Debbie's not the one that he ended up no. marrying and divorcing. No, he, uh, he... By the time that um, I'd finished university, so this is like five years after we'd first met, he was in a relationship with someone else. Uh, 
And that's and that's why obviously it's a bit naughty of him to kiss me. Yeah. What I say, if you could do it on telly, oh, it's still you know. It's still naughty. It's yeah. still naughty. We wouldn't be happy to. Find no, out. that is not the sort of thing. Just if my husband's listening, that's not a free pass to go around <laughs> kissing ladies. You can kiss them on the telly. I'm all right with that. Why do you think anyone becomes an actor? <laughs> <laughs> he had to kiss someone on stage recently, and um, it was I, I just I was watching the pyrotechnics. I didn't watch that bit. <laughs> Did you turn the, your face away? <laughs> well. I tried. Not, I was looking at other stuff. I just never. Why? What was I it? I didn't did you look feel? At the, I didn't want to look at the kiss. You didn't want to look at what he look, looks like when he's kissing. Yeah. Oh, in case it, in case what it looks bad and that. Yeah, you and him look, no, might look rubbish kissing. kissing. A woman. I don't watch my husband kissing a woman. Ah, oh, that feels very. I um, wouldn't watch him do a sex scene either. No, but I feel like that's more. I don't know. Isn't that more about embarrassment than? Um, do, like, do you feel jealous? Would you feel jealous? No, I think it probably is embarrassment, actually. Now, <laughs> I've unpick- now you've unpicked it, it probably is. It's like, <laughs> that could put me off kissing him forever. <laughs> I want to go back to... Well, actually, what I want to do is go back to pre-Dan Barrett because this whole I didn't fancy anyone thing <laughs> yeah. is not really ringing true. I get that you didn't fancy anyone... In your school. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there must have been crushes. So, famous people? Loads of famous people. Yeah. Okay. Couldn't Let's keep go. them out of my pants. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm picturing you <laughs> making little dolls of them. <laughs> Please don't tell me you did that. Oh, yeah, I know. I definitely did that. I'd get a Barbie doll. <laughs> I'd cut out a picture from a magazine. <laughs> A Barbie doll. Yeah. And we've established you don't like women. <laughs> <laughs> but who's got Ken? I tell you what I genuinely used to do is bite the feet. Go on. Bite the feet off my Barbies. Oh no, they're very, very, very yeah, you really want yeah. <laughs> doing your thing with their hands and I really know what you mean. Mm, oh, yeah. that was nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think um, all of our... All of our Barbie's feet were chewed. <laughs> oh, that's not, a normal thing. That's not good. sexy, though. No, not no. sexy, no. Um, so who was the first... Who was the first person you fancied? I, I, I was about four or five, so I'm not going to use the term fancy, but <laughs> yeah, I was definitely sorry. fascinated yeah. by. Um, it was, there was two at the same time. I remember very clearly. The first one was Adamant. Very good In choice. the Stand and yeah. Deliver video. Yeah. Oh, did you put plasters on your face? Because uh, I did. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I mean, he's only so beautiful, and that video is so sexy. Really, quite drawn to him. And then the other one was Dennis Waterman in Minder, <laughs> because he began with a D and no other reasons. <laughs> no, he was quite fit. Yeah, in Minder. Yeah, think. I think that sort of lot that that sort of eighties thing of like a lot of hair. Yeah, lots of hair, a bit of rough. Yeah, a bit rough. Yeah, um, to go alongside my dandy, jacket. you know, yeah. one of each. <laughs> you do need one of each. <laughs> you see, I think I wanted to be Adamant more than... I mean, he, you know, he clearly was very beautiful, but I really wanted to be a highwayman when yeah, I was... Yeah, I mean, a what a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've got your dandy and your bit of rough. Dandy and my bit of rough, yeah. Classic types. So, and you were fascinated. You were fascinated <laughs> with Dennis Waterman. It doesn't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fancy him. No. I do. I just remember having, like, yeah, it, it's not a sexual thing. It's just a, I don't, I don't know. Fascinated is the only word that yeah. fits. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it was 
fascinated by Dennis Waterman. <laughs> um, but did you picture, I mean, probably not at four or five, were you picturing some sort of life together no, with either of them? Probably not with either of those. I think when, it get, when I got a bit older, when it got to uh, Christopher Reeve, whoa, a yes. Superman. Oh, this is the second time he's, he's come up. I mean, he's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Also, Clark Kent's a really funny character. Superman is a really boring character. Interesting. Clark Kent's so you've got funny. your two. Yeah, I've got my two again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Okay. So, but which did you fancy more? Oh, Clark Kent, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And you know that he's fit underneath yeah the, you know he's super ripped underneath glasses. that suit which is always actually i think that's better isn't it yeah i don't want other people seeing it i just no. want to know it's there i don't want him there in his pants displaying it to the world no that's wrong or flying away i mean yeah um so and that was sexual i think that was sexual yeah do you remember your this is a weird I think question like do you remember your first sexual stirrings yeah i'm not sure i don't know i've been do you know i've been listening to emma forrest's audiobook and man she bangs around and <laughs> she talks about how she's uh, she found herself sexually fascinating and I think uh, probably that probably well, just was... me <laughs> good answer <laughs> well I was actually gonna say I, like, I think often it's not as it's it really isn't as straightforward as seeing a person and going I I sort of you know yeah yeah, your body it's is It's more an exploration stuff. of yourself. I mean, I've done stand-up about the fact that I was masturbating at 10, so... Yeah. I didn't need any guides. That's probably <laughs> why I didn't fancy anybody at school. I was like... No need. No need. Not My body a is fucking a need. <laughs> well, so I can remember... I wasn't doing that, but I can remember straddling a the arm of an armchair, right? And feeling a sort of pulse. Yeah. And sort of trying to check what was happening, like standing up suddenly and trying to look at it that was um that didn't really work but that probably was the first airings of you know of anything it's not it's not about I don't think it is about other people at that stage it's about yourself and you know finding finding out what you're and that's why it's terrible when lots of women don't do that because they don't get you know the the whole hands off and they wait for it they wait till they're like older and a man explores them or a or a woman or somebody who is non-binary and it's never about themselves yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they've got no idea. Yeah. And let's face it, the man probably doesn't know. I mean, yeah, he's not got a clue. <laughs> not even got the right bits. Um, so you were doing... You were doing that. You I was doing, doing you. <laughs> I was doing me. <laughs> I, my first relationship was with myself and it was very enjoyable. But with Dan Barrett, yeah. that, was, that was all of this coming together. Yes. And and you and did you picture a life with him? Yeah, I like I really I definitely did. I was like, oh, this is this is because like because I hadn't fancied anybody in real life before, so it was it was like, oh, that's what it feels like. And the fact that I've waited so long means that I pick you. Yeah, let's and, do it. Yeah, yeah. And I was I was reading something the other day about how um, first love. I might have mentioned this before, but first love is just too big. It's too big, and so it's just doomed. A failure because whoever it is you're investing in yeah. and it sounds like this might have been what happened because probably you were his first I mean we don't know we, yeah. the jury's out whether he had a crush an actual crush yeah. on you but this very very intense relationship with a girl it's just too much yeah. it's too much it can't live up to anything it can't settle into a, yeah. a supermarkets and you know 
no having kids and yeah council whatever. tax bills all yeah that all stuff. of that you, you got, text about light bulbs yeah you know. it's quite nice to have the you know that that time ring fenced as something where you weren't having to deal with any of that stuff yeah well especially as that then led to your career <laughs> yes I mean I'm very grateful for that heartbreak because I, I I genuinely don't think I'd have done stand-up without a real drive to slag this man off yeah. publicly <laughs> <laughs> if I'd have been any good at graphic design I'd have done some posts instead <laughs> them out at tubes I'd have been leafleting all around the Holloway Road area <laughs> um do you remember what you had did you try to contact him presumably you did yeah I, when I say like he did he did ghost me but he did send me an email like the next day saying uh I can't I, I'm in a relationship this like nothing can happen and then literally ghosted me so whenever I sent an email no reply no replies to text nothing Oh my god! Yeah, it was quite brutal because he'd been my best friend. That was yeah. the thing. It wasn't like the the crush side of things is obviously devastating, but that was that was my best friend. That was the person I spoke to all the time. So, yeah. So how did you? Didn't deal with it, with it very well. <laughs> I did not deal with it very well. Okay, go on. Tell me how you dealt with it. How did apart, I do... from the, apart from the crazy <laughs> revenge stand up. <laughs> I, I went into stand up. I, I was just really self destructive. I, you know, ended up. I just didn't know how to deal with it. Self destructive uh, in lots of horrible, brutal ways. Um, yeah, like that's. I think that's why my twenties were a bit of a mess because it sort of this had all happened. I'd lost this friendship. Um, I hadn't like I hadn't dated anybody, so like I'd never had a boyfriend. There was no one else, and yeah, it was just a bit of. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that because then that becomes. That was your um, placeholder, and yeah. so that's then gone. Yeah, like all, all of my romantic attention was probably, been, it funneled into this relationship yeah. that was a friendship. And so, yeah. And then you've lost both. You've lost, lost the potential of the romantic relationship and your actual And my actual friendship, friendship. and yeah, so. Did you, did, you, did you dive into other relationships? No. Like, I, like I, have you had a boyfriend I yet? Have. <laughs> I think I might be a really bad guest. No. Because I, yeah, so after that, I ended up, I've had, like, I've had three relationships that I would class as, you know, proper. Uh, um, One with someone who I genuinely dislike. (laughs) Did you dislike him at the time? I don't think I ever liked him. Wow, okay. No, I know, that's horrible, isn't it? It's really, I think it is. I know why I went out with him, right? He had dated someone who Dan Barrett had also dated. They both dated this girl called Claire. And I think just that connection was enough. And so I ended up going out with someone who I don't... To make a point. To make a point. (laughs) (laughs) Might get back to Dan Barrett. (laughs) He wasn't going to email or text, so, you know, maybe by sleeping with someone that vaguely knew his ex. Oh, my God, yeah, this is a brilliant plan. (laughs) That will definitely win a boy's heart. Yeah. (laughs) To um, prove that you... But that wasn't... It wasn't like an awful relationship. Just, you know... Never liked him. No, why? Yeah, that sounds really mean. But he was also not very nice sometimes. Yeah, I no, I don't think it does. I mean, I think people get into relationships for all kinds of weird reasons. And, I mean, I remember saying to a a friend... um, 
have you ever slept with someone that you didn't fancy? And she said, oh, no, well, only boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know where she's coming from. Yes. yes. When I told my husband I was coming on this podcast this morning, he was like, oh, I didn't know you were doing that. And I was like, yeah. And he said, um, who are you going to talk about? And I said, well, I don't know, because I've not really had many crushes on people that aren't famous, to be honest. And he said, well, what about me? So I have, I did have a crush Aww. on my husband. Well, I actually, yeah. I remember you having a, a crush on your husband. Um, not when he was your husband. That was, no. Yeah. That would be weird. But I remember you talking about him. But I, I know, to me, that doesn't really count. No, I don't <laughs> think it counts either. Partly because it was sort of obvious that it might happen. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it wasn't a kind of crazy, oh my God, I, I think I like someone and I'm, you know, and I'm going to spend a lot of time thinking about this and making plans in my head. Yeah. It was like, a, I fancy someone and we're, we're spending a lot of time hanging yeah. out and we're building up to something probably happening, which is a much more healthy and sensible thing. That's a normal way of doing it. Yeah. Okay, what, no, so what about these famous people? Famous people, so um, I had, had a really big crush on Chris Barry. Did you? Yeah. Weirdly ripped. Weirdly Chris ripped, Barry. right? Oh my God. I mean, he's so ripped in, is it series five or series four? I, or maybe both of them. Series five is the most ripped though. The, the one where he has sex with Jane Horrocks, he's so <laughs> ripped. Fuck me. <laughs> But did you... You fancied him before before the rippedness. It wasn't just that he was a funny character. I think... And, I, but the did you is, fancy well, his no. character? Yeah. No. You don't... No one fancy... But no one oh, fancies well. Chris Barry either. So. Oh, I don't know. Which is weirder? <laughs> his website's gone a bit strange. Oh, I know. It's a real... Yeah. A global sad, theory. Oh, yeah. So, um... Or do you fancy Gordon Britton? <laughs> <laughs> Even weirder. <laughs> <laughs> I I think and this is gonna this is such a as I'm saying it I realise how weird this is I think I think I just really liked his body. <laughs> well, you mean you're right in comedy? You don't get his body. <laughs> but also, how can the first person whose body I fancied? How can it be Chris Barry? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> No, you're the one. I mean, I, I don't have the answers. Oh, my God. Well, no, be fair, Christopher Reeve. Yes, yes, yes. But, but I, was, I think Chris Barry, though, I think he it was, was more, more sexual because I was a bit older. Yeah, no, no, no. And that's uh, presumably, Red. I know you're a massive Red Dwarf fan. Yes. Presumably that was a big part of your identity and you were sort of going, this is mine, this is my thing, these are the people yeah. in my world and in my... Head yeah. sort of thing. You almost have to pick one. It's like a boy band. You do have, you have to, to pick Yeah, you have to pick your favourite one, don't you? Yeah. And he's he's a very talented man. Voice and it's a very mimic. Funny <laughs> Did you do anything about it? I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything about Chris no. Barry. I've met Chris Barry once. I went to, like... Um, his house. Went to his <laughs> house. house. his house. I went to a Red Dwarf recording, uh, one of their latest series, so it wasn't great. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, your husband's yes, in Red Yes, I know. Dwarf. I remember I mean, that's how you yeah, got exactly. it. <laughs> yeah. To see uh, it. But yes. You uh, met him. How did it go? Him. 
the body's not there anymore so I was barely Did you interested feel I was really starstruck I yeah. just I really loved I really yeah. loved Red Dwarf growing up I was like totally into it it was my thing I loved comedy so um I was just I was super starstruck yeah I didn't say anything what did you just sort of I didn't I, I literally didn't speak to him I was in the same room at like the green the green room <laughs> the green room yes <laughs> I, I I'm not really in showbiz circles anymore. <laughs> The green room. A green room. Yeah. So did you say anything to him? I didn't him? say anything to oh, him. Wow. Was he just standing in front of I mean, I met Alistair McGowan. I mean, I wasn't particularly starstruck by Alistair McGowan, but I did say to him, hello, I'm Alistair, which is sort of, <laughs> oh. sort of one of the worst things that's uh, ever happened to me. And he was just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I even said who I was after that. I was like, it's best you don't know. I think I I'm, might leave. I think I realised when, you, when you're friends with famous people and you see how much that they get grumpy or weird around people talking to them, I just don't talk to any... Like, if, if I don't know them, I don't want to be yeah. that fan yeah and the only person that I ever like properly spoke to and said oh I really love your stuff I met Luke Haynes the musician at a Robin Ince gig who you do expect to be grumpy and weird anyway yes <laughs> he was incredibly grumpy and weird but I also <laughs> wish I hadn't spoken to him oh really why <laughs> well, I, well the first time so I met him twice and the first time I said I really love After Murder Park it's one of my favourite albums he went oh thank you very much and then the next time I met him, he was a real dick, so... Oh, that's yeah. a shame. But did you say, what did you say to him that time? <laughs> I think it was just Did like, you give him notes? I was just enthusiastic. I was like, I You're was just trying to be a fan. And I don't think he, he's one of those people that doesn't respond to that, so... Yeah, it's really tricky. I think sometimes you have to go, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, I really love your work or whatever it is. And then just sort of give them a chance to respond, but then go. But then go. You know, I, I remember um, seeing... Chris, what's his face from, not Heartbreak High. Is it Heartbreak High? What's that? Oh, Chris Lilly. Uh, Chris Lilly, yeah. yeah. With a, a, a friend who I won't name because she'd hate it, but um, we both we both really loved him. We saw him outside a, a, a cafe and we sort of, I said, oh God, we've got to go and say how much we love him. So he went up and said, hi, oh, just wanted to say I really, really love your work. And um, and he was very nice. And he said, what are you doing here? And he said, I'm, I'm doing some gigs or whatever. And then, um, and I was like, well, just, anyway, don't want to disturb you, but thank you very much. And then she just stood there staring, but she looked like she was going to say something else. So I waited for a little oh, bit. Oh no. And then I just took her by the hand and led her away. Can oh. We- <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I think she just felt like something was going to come to her yeah. to say. As you do, and you sort yeah. of want to, you know, you, make something of it. You, yeah. want to, you want your moment. Yeah. You want to be able to say something good. But the truth is, there's very little you can say. It's not going to start a relationship, you know. Yeah. And once you've said, I think you're great, they don't want to hear anything Yeah, they else. don't want to hear anything They else. don't want to hear your opinions. about. Oh, do you know about Bob Mortimer when he met Sinead O'Connor? He asked if, there was a, if she had a local shop near her. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and again really regrets it I think yeah. because she was just like yeah or no or, you know whatever but I think he wants to say something a bit different yeah but there's I'm, no, I'm there's no way out sort of glad that I never met David Bowie or Prince or anybody like that because I'd have just been a, a, a dick yeah you'd have got it wrong my friend also met Morrissey and stupidly I mean this is in the days before we all know what we know about Morrissey but he stupidly said to him, I think you're the second most important music artist <laughs> of your, you know, of, and understandably, Morrissey was like, well, who's the first? And he was like, well, David Bowie. And he was like, hmm. <laughs> and that was the entire exchange. But it's like, yeah, you've 
you ruined that. You can't you neg a that. pop star. They don't. No, yeah. it was. A, but you know, it was just the truth. Yeah. You know, just. But but to him, it's like, listen, I've thought about this loads. I think you're amazing. Yeah. But you just don't need to mention anyone else. That. You don't need to rank. If my husband anyone. said to me, "You're the second best shag no. I've had," I'd be like, "What?" <laughs> and I know that is what he yeah. meant. <laughs> <laughs> He's always getting making... his list out and telling me about it. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's very... I mean, yeah. it might be true, I just don't want to hear it. No, That's exactly, like... exactly. No, we all accept that yeah. it is, yeah, it could easily be the truth. But, yeah, don't bother saying it. And if that's your one conversation that you're having, then, yeah, you just don't need to to bring up. Um, but did you have a crush on Luke Haynes? No. Uh, well, I sort of did, but in that way that I know I know he's not attractive. When I the... <laughs> love unattractive people, don't you? <laughs> Absolute weirdo. <laughs> like I, I really like I love his music so much but I, I know I know I wouldn't want to have sex with him I know I wouldn't want to have had sex with him in 1996 <laughs> but I still kind of am a t- like I once I think I've told you this before I once um went on a couple of dates with someone who looked like Tom York but that's not true <laughs> Tom York is great right because he's Tom York because he's Tom York yeah someone who looks like Tom York isn't the worst of all worlds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mean, I'm sorry. But at the same time, like, I remember, I remember feel, feeling a genuine um, sort of affection for all of those really super skinny boys. When Jarvis Cocker got big yeah, uh, became a sex symbol, I was so delighted for these skinny boys because they all they had to do was buy a cheap suit and hang hang out at indie discos and they pulled so much more. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, good on you. Similar to Ed Sheeran and Lewis Capaldi. They are, you know, they are being different types. They are not the Chris Barry <laughs> of, <laughs> of the oh. boy band world. Um but just sort of going, look, you can find you can find all manner of, of stuff attractive. <laughs> it just like I feel like I'm in therapy, and I just realised that the first hot body I fancy was was Chris Barry's. Jesus, I think it reflects very well on you. <laughs> not not superficial, I'm not you, superficial, clearly. <laughs> <clears throat> And what age was that then? That was that must have been about 14, 14 okay. 15. So was the re- did the real guy replace Chris Barry he or did. was it alongside? I think like the Chris Barry thing was in the I, I I yeah, I think once the Dan Barrett thing happened, that opened up proper men, sometimes still celebrity crushes. Yeah. But pre him, I think everybody was quite it was quite a naive sort of fancying. Once I'd sort of hit 16, I had my first kiss at 17. That's when, like, oh, I could have sex with these people. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I don't think I ever put sex and Chris Barry together. <laughs> I wish, I wish the listener could see what you just did with your pointing, then it was really weird. Pointing at your tits. Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I think you're right, though. I think even when you are turned on and you're sort of looking at something that's aesthetically pleasing, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we're objectifying Chris Barry like this, but we are. Um, 
But you're not imagining yourself no, riding yeah. around. You're not, yeah, it's not that sort of fantasy. It's just, oh, I, I like them and I'm, my, my body and my hormones are exploring what that means. Yes. Whereas once uh, I met Dan Barrett, it also became more real. The feelings became more real. The fancying became more real. The 90s comedians became more well, That makes it sound like it's Stuart Lee. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, so I fancied all of the 90s comedians. Sure. Except David Baddiel. <laughs> okay, right. So you fancied all of them. Yeah. How many did you end up getting off with? <laughs> None. Oh, me know. neither. There were some approaches. Um, so what the the weirdest collision of crush and reality was when um, I was at university and I went to see one of the comedians mm-hmm. in, uh, do a solo show down in Cardiff. And um, he had a reputation, I think he still has a reputation as a bit of a shagger. Mm-hmm. And, um, but definitely back then. But I didn't know this because there was no internet, so I don't know. I don't no. know who a shagger is. I'd never been to the fringe. Um, and he, <laughs> so I had to correct, but he, he was like the... The crush. The, the crush, the beautiful comedian. So I went to see this show. I was talking to him afterwards because I love comedy and... I don't think, like, it hadn't crossed my mind to get into comedy. Oh, I think maybe writing I was thinking about doing. And me and my friend Mel had written a very, very weird sitcom for uh, the BBC when they first started doing their open, like, submissions. This, this was years and years and years ago. And it was about a boy band that had been paid by the government to put out propaganda. I mean, this absolutely feels like a pitch. <laughs> and so I was telling the beautiful comedian about this. <laughs> what were you now? <laughs> and he said, come back to my hotel room. And we'll read it out together. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, how I got wow. through my 20s, I don't know. Right, so, um, but he, he, he actually, well, I don't know whether this is what happened. Another, there was another woman who's a, a little bit older than me. And she said, oh, he wants to, he's, he's invited us back to his hotel room. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, okay. what, you were standing next to her? Yes. And she said, so why don't, no, she said, oh, I can't you remember. You were like, fuck off, you haven't written a weird yeah. sitcom. <laughs> but <laughs> she, she was older and I assumed she knew what she was doing. So um, I ended up going back to the comedian's hotel room with this other woman, put the football on, and then started like doing the. Oh, I hate it when men do this. It's really creepy. Um, like robbing her back. I just oh always God. found that a bit gross. Especially but, in front of some young yeah, yeah. Well, I think, writer who's got a script out. I think, the, I think the implication the implication was there threesome. was going to be some a, three, a threesome. Yeah. Oh my god! I think I'd have fainted. Oh, I, I mean, I hadn't even had sex do. at this point, yeah. so I'm not doing a fucking threesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh I wouldn't god. have done a twosome. But <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have known what I was doing. No. You don't want to practice on someone off the telly. <laughs> But the thing that really put me off was she was wearing a Winnie the Pooh bomber jacket. And I was like, I could not have sex with someone wearing a Winnie the Pooh bomber jacket. Well, and I can't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I judge him very harshly for that. I'm imagining quite a lot of static there. <laughs> <laughs> All the blue dye coming off. <laughs> very poor quality bomber jacket. How did you get out of that? I just said, I'm going to go home now. Bye. Did you... So, th- but this was someone who had a proper crush. On. I had a massive. So this oh, what, is, was this is the crush in? dying as you're watching? Absolutely. Yes. If, it, if my crush had been a penis, it would have retreated. 
<laughs> retracted into my body at this point. Um, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So this is what we should encourage all young girls to do. <laughs> <laughs> go back to their hotel room. Yeah, go. You'll really go off them you and will. there can be no bad outcomes. Yeah. <laughs> it's don't a, do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't, don't do, do that. that. Massive disclaimer. Don't ever go back. I don't think for a second it crossed my mind I would end up having sex with yeah. this person. Any of them. <laughs> Any of the people in the room. Um, but I was genuinely curious as to what happened. What, did yes, he just get his knob out when we yes. had what, what is the... No, and I still want to know. I still want to know. And I'm not doing that either. But no. how does this... You know when people say... Um, we used to do a, a podcast panel show together. And I remember oh, talking about I. this. Um, I uh, About people who say, well, it was a bit awkward. So I slept with him. <laughs> and I'm always like, but I don't know how that's how that happens. No. I don't know how you end up going from one state of affairs, yeah. the sort of awkward chat, yeah. to the, you know, getting everything off and getting your, your bits. No, I don't, I don't get it. At, I mean... I mean, I know she definitely slept with him because I saw her in Sainsbury's a week later and she told me she did. <laughs> Are you going to keep that to yourself? <laughs> did you... What? Did you know her? No, I didn't know her at all. Like, I literally... You recognised the bloody bomber jacket. It was that. She still no. had... It was. It was. She no. had the bloody bomber jacket on and that's how I knew it was her. And she said, oh, we had a great night. And I was like, oh, did you? She goes, yeah. And then, I mean, she started to try and tell me details. I'm like, oh, oh I God. don't know. I don't want to know. I, I, I removed myself from the situation because I thought it was gross yeah. and seedy. <laughs> that sounds a little bit like for her it was a hobby. Yeah. I rather mean, than, uh, you know, and absolutely no no problem with that at all. Well, remember, there was no Tinder back in the day. So you had to... And you do sort of think, I do feel like some usually women but probably anyone who just sort of collect like I know that there are some famous people who are just like I think people just like the story don't they yeah. <laughs> you know so it's like you you collect an anecdote basically yeah, so, yeah done, done that one done that one you know. done that one yeah so yeah but yeah it was just a bit I just the whole groupy thing was just a bit there was no effort to make it sexy or romantic it was just weird and awkward and and football and I I very much wanted to leave do you remember what he said when you said I'm off I'm off you put your bag on well he had another one didn't he he had a backup no that's what I mean but uh, but was there even a all right (laughs) Um, I don't remember I think yeah I think (laughs) I don't think you know I don't I don't know if he remembers who I am I don't like he might not even remember that it happened but I just I just find him a bit ick yeah. Yeah, Has but that... he was beautiful, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's no Chris Barry. <laughs> <laughs> but was that the only time that you had a crush that died in quite... Th- I mean, that's that's sort of an amazing story, isn't it? It's such an amazing example of you have your big crush yeah. where you and you get the opportunity... I know. ...to do what you thought you wanted to do. Yes. And then you realise the reality like, oh, is like, oh, yeah. God. Has that happened? With I think any... that's the only time that that's been like, because it's such a it, it feels like such a weird thing to have happened. This this beautiful man off of the telly who's really funny. I go and see him do a gig. He invites me to his hotel room, and it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I suppose the only thing better was if that was all amazing, and then you you got together and had a beautiful relationship, and had a beautiful for, life, uh, yeah, for a long time, like Gary Newman and Pepsi and Shirley. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's just libel. 
slander, whichever it is. No, no, you're completely confusing your 80s icons. Gary, Gary. Newman married the president of his fan club. Oh. Gary Kemp. That's and it wasn't even Gary Kemp, it's Martin Kemp is married to just one of Pepsi and Shirley. Okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you cleared up. Yeah, I'm glad I cleared up. No, so presumably, you know, sometimes you fall into something and it turns out the crush turns into something else. fall into a vagina (laughs) and it all works out. Yeah. We should get Gary Newman on this. He'd be really good. So did you have any crushes like that on real people apart from, like, post-Dan Barrett? Or was it all going out with... People you didn't like slash <laughs> <laughs> had a normal time. I, I don't. I haven't had those big crushes since I was in my twenties. I don't think. I mean, I've been with my husband since I was thirty. So mm-hmm. it's sort of. So you never. But you, and your husband famously only fancies you and Florence Pugh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But but no. But that's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because that must be quite recent. She's very young. Uh, <laughs> for you. But do you have crushes on? on celebrities ever still um, and are you open about that if you do um it's not something that we really talk about um I don't I think if I said to my husband I've got a crush on I don't know Tom Hardy he'd be fine yeah. because it's I'm never gonna meet him I think if I said I've got a crush on uh <laughs> Ben Walker <laughs> yeah you're right that would just be out of order that would just be like oh right um this is <laughs> I mean that's a cry for help <laughs> oh. again no disrespect to Ben he's just no. quite an attainable human yeah. he's very approachable yeah I also think that having a crush on someone that's in your orbit is maybe a bit disrespectful to your partner yeah you know yeah really yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, there's a reason that crushes are from afar. Yes, they usually, should be. They should know, be far yeah. away. And I don't, you know... I as soon as they are a bit near. Well, as we know from your stand-up yes. um, situation. Yeah, they're generally pretty... It's like, oh, even probably... Even Ryan Reynolds, presumably, you know, however hot they are, yeah, somebody somewhere is sick of their shit. Yes. It's yeah. the truth. That is the truth. Um, We're all annoying. Okay, so I am going to do the maths oh, with you. Okay. Um, oh, you've not asked me if anybody's had a crush on me. Okay, Danielle. Has is, anyone well, is had that, a crush? Is that a thing no. you ever asked? I don't know. Uh, no, I, yeah, I mean, I'm very excited that you have, <laughs> you have insisted on being asked. Who's got a crush on you? I don't think anybody ever has. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just not true. It's just the truth is most people don't find out about them unless yeah. you are a pop star or whatever and get you know loads of letters most of the time people are not telling you and also most of the time you don't want to know yeah I mean I wouldn't mind knowing a bit though I'll be honest I get get nothing you've had that loads and I know you have I haven't you just ignore it I don't believe you um right you have to pick your biggest crush yes who's it gonna be <laughs> chris barry is it chris barry or is it what which do you want to do i want to do chris barry all right i want to do the hot ripped <laughs> rimmer <laughs> hot gordon <laughs> 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 
Okay, L O V E. Oh, he's got. I know he's got one S. Poor little Danielle, <laughs> pining after Chris Barry. Yeah. <laughs> it's only forty-seven percent. Oh, yeah, that's not scraping that's a not... C, is it? No. Oh wow. No, but that's probably. But he's mad now. Well, so, I mean, yeah. I would have wanted to. And you're married. <laughs> he's mad, and I'm married. <laughs> You just keep telling yourself. I can see how devastated you are. (laughs) Thank you very much, Danielle Ward. Thank you so much to Danielle for that. We were both a bit hungover. Uh, It was a very enjoyable chat Um, that isn't libelous. I don't think. I don't think it's libelous. It's fine. Um, Just so you know, for the last time, we are going to be recording our first live show at Mechantleth Comedy Festival, Sunday the 30th of April. I'm really excited. It's with brilliant Eleanor Morton. The details and a link are on our Substack page. I know you don't want to go there, but just do. That's where the details are. Uh, and yeah, follow us while you're there. You don't have to open the emails. It just makes us feel good. Okay, thank you. See you next time. <laughs> listening to Crushed by Margaret Caborn-Smith, hosted by Margaret Caborn-Smith and produced by Victoria Lloyd and Lindsay Fenner for Mighty Bunny Productions. If you can bear it, please like, subscribe, rate and give us a nice review as it helps me feel better about my life choices. 